Thank you, Lord. I'll tell you what I want you to do. We'll just, we'll just start right here. The person standing beside you, just go ahead and pray for them. You don't have to move just right where you're at. Just you can touch them on the shoulder if you'd like. You don't have to. Just pray for them. Pray that the love of God will be manifested in their life. Pray that the power of God will be manifested in their life. Pray that they'll walk in a manner that's worthy of Him. Pray that God will strengthen them to accomplish the things that's set before them in the next weeks, in the days ahead. Thank you, Father. Father, I just pray for your anointing upon this place, Father. For every person here to be strengthened and encouraged by you. Every person here, Father, speak to every person in this place and let them know that you are real. That you are who you say you are. Thank you, Father. Amen. Glory to God. You, you may be seated. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Amen. Well, you just never know, do you? You just never know how the Lord will lead and respond. And I'm just not sure what we're going to do this morning. One thing I do have, I learned a long time ago that, you know, sometimes the worst things we can do is get in a hurry. And another thing, you know, sometimes the worst thing we can do is make sure we stay on schedule. <laughs> make sure we follow our agenda. And we go into every service with an agenda and with a plan, but that doesn't mean that we, when the Lord leads otherwise. You know, I just feel like today that the Lord's speaking to hearts. Now, you might, do I see it with my natural eyes? No. But I can just sense it in my heart that the Lord is speaking, speaking to people. And I learned a long time ago, you know, whenever God's having a conversation with somebody, the worst thing in the world to do is interrupt that conversation. You know? I was at church camp years ago. Uh, I, best to my recollection, I think I only went one time. And I didn't get saved at church camp. But you know, God spoke to me at church camp. And I think he wanted me to get saved then, but I, did, I resisted that. But from that day on, I knew that God was real. There was no doubt in my mind that there was a God in heaven and he was watching over me. I knew that from that day on. And maybe that's where you're at today. Maybe you've never received Christ. Maybe you're not a, a Christian but maybe just this morning, God spoke to your heart and, and showed you that he is real. And he is who the Bible says he is. And let me tell you, if that is you this morning, there's literally hundreds of people sitting here today that one time, that is where you're at. They didn't know. They had all these questions. They didn't know about all this religious stuff and this church thing and why is people raising their hands and why do you give money and why do you do this and why don't we do something else on Sunday mornings? M many of us was at the same place. But as God starts to speak to us and he starts to show us that he is who the Bible says he is. He loves us. He's not out to judge us or condemn us. He's out to raise us up. And like I've said many times, he's out. It's his goal to lead us to where we really want to go anyway. He wants the best for his children. I want the best for my children. 
And the Lord knows I really want the best for my grandson. <laughs> That's what God wants. Man, he just... You know, I know most of you here this morning, you know, the majority of you understand that. See, the problem is, is your friends that aren't here this morning, they don't know that. They don't know nothing about God. You know, they might have went to vacation Bible school when they was younger or something like that. But they don't, they don't know God. They don't know that He wants to lead them in the path of righteousness and He wants to lead them in the, a path of blessings and ultimately what He wants to do is lead them back to Him. And that's where we come in. That's where we come in. You know, a few years ago, uh, I don't know why, I think the Lord just stirred at my heart and, and I started, and I, I, I was praying and I just wanted, I wanted God to, I started out I think it was like 60 seconds or two minutes and I, I said, Lord, just show me 60 seconds of what hell's like. And then I don't know if he kind of cracked the door, opened my eyes just a little bit and then or what? And I said, no, 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 I don't, no, I don't want to see 60 seconds. Just show me like 10 seconds. And then it's like, no, 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 I don't want to see that much either. Just show me just uh, two seconds. Just show me two seconds what hell, hell would be like. You know, and then I got to thinking, I don't even want to see that. But see, hell was not created for you and me. You know, and I, and I know uh, a lot of times with our natural minds, we think, well, you don't know where I've been the last few months or you don't know where I was last night. See, that's the power of the gospel. It's, it's not about where you was last night and it's not about where you was last month or last year. It's about where you want to go tomorrow. It's about where you want to go today. What direction do you want your life to go from this day forward? That's what it's about. Praise God. Can anybody say amen to that? Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. So I said all that to tell you that God loves you. You can outrun His love. You can't outrun it. You cannot out-sin God's love. Not that he will approve of your sin, because he will not. I remember Pastor Mark said one time, you know, God's not, not like, hee, 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 about your sin, your little pet, hee, hee, hee. That, that, that's not, no. God does not think that our sin is funny. But the Scripture says, even... When we were yet sinners, when we was in the middle of that sin, the Scripture says that He loved us then. Mm. Okay, I don't know when to stop. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Can you just close your eyes and lift your voice with me to say thank you? Praise you, Father. Just in, just in your own words. Just give him glory. How do you give him glory?
We spoke a few weeks ago about lifting holy hands. You know, we got holy hands. How do you give him glory? Do you you say hallelujah? Do you say thank you, Jesus? Praise you, Father. How do you say it? Just go ahead and say that now. Just however, however you do it. Just praise you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your blessings. I thank you for your goodness and your mercy. I thank you for your presence here right now, Father. Father, thank you, Father, for speaking to hearts that don't know you. Thank you, Father, for ministering. Thank you, Father, that you are the one that heals the brokenhearted. You're the ones that heals the broken bodies. You're the one that heals broken relationships and restores us to right standing with you. Thank you, Father. You're the one that forgives us of all of our sins and makes us anew. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Praise you. Okay, I feel better now. All right, God bless you. Thank you, guys, for being being patient and understanding with me. Uh, man, I'm not sure if we're ready to move on from there or not. Let's just wait. Let's just wait a minute. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Father. Congregation, don't miss this atmosphere. Don't, don't miss the presence of God. This is a great time to tell Him thank you. It's a great time to praise Him. It's also a great time to bring your requests unto Him. To bring your prayers unto Him. Thank you, Father. Praise you, Father. Is there anybody need prayer this morning? If you do, come up real quick. I'm, we're not going to be. We're not going to wait very long. If you if you need a if you need a touch from the Lord, why why come up for prayer? Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. It's okay. It's okay, buddy. It's okay. Thank you.
Thank you, Lord. My boy, or he's got a tender heart. <laughs> Thank the Lord for tender hearts. Amen. Amen. All right. Now what are we going to do? Thank you, Lord. All right. Who else? Who else needs a touch from God? Who, who else needs the power of God to get things off of you? Who brought things in with you through that door this morning and you don't want them on there? Come on. Come on now. Oh, I know. We're all a bunch of church people. We don't, we don't have no problems. We don't do nothing wrong. Come on. Now, come up here. Where's your bride at? She's in the back, isn't she? Come on up. Hey, th th this doesn't mean that, that they're in sin or not. This is, called, this is for power. This is for strength to be overcomers. You know, I'll tell you what. Sometimes I'll be the first to tell you, hey, I need, I need power of God in my life. Is there anybody else that needs the power of God in their lives? Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Praise you, Father. Praise you. C come ahead, huh? C come ahead. Come ahead. Praise you, Lord. Come on up, Bob. Thank you, Lord. Let me slip right up here. Let me slip up here, girls. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank Him. Thank Him. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise Him. Don't stop now. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise you, O Lord. Praise you, O Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, Lord. Hallelujah. Father, we worship you. We praise you. Hallelujah. Minister to them, Lord. Oh, each and every one, Father. Minister to them, Lord. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Father. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, Father. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, I pray, Father, from one end of this line to the other. Heavenly Father. Starting with JD, all the way around, Father. Heavenly Father, I just pray, Father, for your strength. I pray, Father, for the power of the Holy Spirit to rest upon each and every one, Father. Each and every one. Hallelujah. Excuse me, Mr. Man. I know there's a lot of you, but I'll tell you, and I wasn't going to lay hands on each and every one of you, but there's just too many scriptures to deny that that's the way God imparts power. Thank you, Father, for strengthening us. Thank you, Father, for the power to be imparted to each and every one of your believers. We thank you for that, Father, for strength. Father, for power to overcome. For power to walk in a better way of life. Blessing, Lord. Blessing, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Just receive. Just receive. Just receive that, young man. God loves you, man. 
Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Bless the Lord. Strengthen the Lord, Father. Oh, thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. Bless Donald, Father. Bless him and his family, Father. Bless him and his family. Thank you, oh Lord. Hallelujah. Just touch him, Father. Each and every one of them. Touch him, Father. Glory and Roger. Bless him, Father. Bless him, children. Give him strength, Father. Thank you, Father. come from you, O oh Lord. Strength that only comes from you. Bless Daddy, Father. Bless her, Lord. Bless the Lord. Strengthen him, Father. In Jesus' name. Praise you, Father. Thank him. Thank him. Praise him. Thank you, Father. Bless you. Bless you, guys. Bless you, guys. Thank you, Father. God bless you, guys. Blessings of God's already on you guys. Thank you, Father, for strengthening us. Thank you, Father, for empowering us to walk in the places that you've ordained us to walk, whether it's at school, whether it's at work, wherever that place may be. Bless you, Father. Bless her, bless her, Lord. Strengthen her, Father. Bless you, Bless you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for your blessings to be upon this family. Thank you, Father. Minister to them, Father. Oh, yeah. Empower them, Lord. Thank you, Father. I think you're wearing that shirt for a reason. You know that? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Bless the cars, Father. Bless the Lord. Strengthen them, Father. Bless the cars, Father. The doctor, bless them, bless them, Father. In the name of Jesus, God bless you. God bless them. God bless you, man. But, but, but bless you, brother. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Daniel, bless you, man. Bless you, sweetheart. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Christopher, good, good, good to see you, buddy. See you. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Oh, man. Here's the deal, church. Are you ready? First, it's done in the Spirit, and then, and only then, is it done in the natural. All right? Give you just a real quick, brief illustration of that. You could not start living right until after you got born again in the Spirit. And only then did you want to start living right. Only then was you able to start living right. Amen. Amen. Thank you, praise team. Uh, ushers, if you want to come, go ahead and prepare for your morning, morning offerings. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise you, Father. 
I'm going to give you one scripture this morning. 1 Corinthians 12, 20. 1 Corinthians 12, 20. Do we have that? We do have. There it is. Volunteers. That's what makes this church successful. It's not the great music, although it is. It's not the great preaching, although. No. No, not, 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 not really. I don't think I got one amen on that. Man, I, although, but, but it, it's the volunteers is what makes this church successful. It's what makes this church work. Now, notice this. Now, now, now here's the thought. Most of the time, if you're not a volunteer, here's the thought. Well, I... I really don't have anything I can do. Most of you right now are thinking, well, I really don't have anything I can do. Or you think, well, you know, I'm just a greeter or I'm just something like that. And and you really don't think it's that important. Well, you know what? That is not true at all according to the Bible. Let's look. It says, yes, therefore, there are many parts, but only one body. Everybody say one one body. The eye can never say to the hand, I don't need you. It can never do that. Because how many of you know the eye is needed and the hand is needed both? And it says, the hand cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. So see, every part. Do we have, do, is there, did I give you another one? Did I go down to verse 22? I did. We see, so every part of your body is needed, Right? When you walk out of here, when you, you hope you, you're, you hope you're all there, right? Every you 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 hope you are complete. You hope you've got your hands, your feet. You hope everything is right and everything is complete. Well, see, there's a reason that God calls the church the body of Christ. You know why? Because everybody is needed. Everybody, not you know the little toe is needed. The, what's the one beside the little toe? Is it named? It don't even have a name. And yet, I don't want to lose mine. Do you want to lose yours? Or the fingers? I guess they're probably named. So anyway, there's a reason that God called the body of believers the, the, the body of Christ. is because every, every part is important and every part can help. You know what? It's true. It's true. Let's read this. It says, in fact, some parts of the body that seem to be the weakest, sometimes we think that we're weak and we don't have anything to contribute, but notice what God says. And the least important ones are actually the most necessary. Some of you are the least important ones. You know, like, I mean, I've heard it said that if we don't have two big toes, we can't walk. I don't know if it's true or not. But you don't even see our big toes. But yet we know how important they are. So my point this morning is, my abbreviated sermon this morning is, is that we are a body. And it doesn't matter who you are. If you are a body of the Christ, God wants you to help. And if, here's the thing. If you don't help, it hurts the body. You know what? You cannot believe. Uh, I know that, you know, there's lots of people here, and there, there is every Sunday. 
But you know what? Whenever somebody misses a Sunday or two, I don't know how, but like the staff knows it. Because when we have our staff meetings, somebody will say, did you see? No, I didn't see them. Well, what about so-and-so? I didn't see them here. Was I there? Well, no, maybe we should call them. Well, what about so-and-so? Was I there? I didn't see them. You know why that is? It's because every part of the body is important. Every one of you. Amen. Amen. For a body to function the way it should and at its best, every part has to be active. You know, it's no good if you've got a stiff finger, is it? If you've got a stiff finger and can't bend, bend that finger, that wouldn't be very good. Or if your leg is stiff, that wouldn't be very good. So, so the body, it works at its best when everybody's involved. I don't know whether to preach. I'm out of time. Should I preach for 10 minutes or? I don't know. All right, we won't go long, I promise, okay? Great regrets. Does anybody here have regrets about your past? Oh, yeah, I do. We all have regrets. Now, now think about, now, what brought about your regrets? Okay, for like me, it was back when I was young. I was in high school. I made a lot of stupid decisions. I didn't study very hard. I didn't, uh, I love sports and I, and I, you know, I play, I started varsity baseball my freshman year, sophomore year, and my junior year, and by the time I was a senior, I didn't even go out. That's a regret of mine. And if, but here's the thing, and you've got regrets too, I've got other regrets too. I wish I'd studied in school. That's a regret of mine. I wish I would have took keyboarding. Does anybody wish they would have done that? I, you know, I, th I thought, I thought when I was in school, I thought, what am I ever going to do with a keyboard? <laughs> and now every day when I come to church, there's a stupid keyboard sitting in front of me. I tell you that stupid thing. And I swear somebody keeps going in there and moving the letters around. I don't know. So, so, so those are regrets of mine, but, but here's my point. And like I say, this is abbreviated, but here's the thing. The things that I, that I have regrets about, those are just minor little things. They're just minor inconveniences in my life, okay? They're not the big picture, okay? Now, see, sometimes regrets can come because we didn't try hard enough. That can bring regrets, or it could be because I, I, you know, I just wasn't quite athletic enough. Or my voice just wasn't quite good enough. Or I just didn't practice the guitar quite enough. All of those things can bring regrets. Or it can be, you know, I was really smart in school, but I just wasn't quite smart enough to, to you know, to do the things I wanted to do. All of those can bring regrets. And all of those are caused by our bad judgment or by our limitations in life, right? I mean, whether, you know, I can only jump this high or you know, I can jump this high. <laughs> How many of you know that I can jump that high? Is that right? You don't believe me? I'm not going to do that. No, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> Woo. 
I done that once and I survived. I'll never do it again. <laughs> but all of the, those things uh, can bring regrets in our life, but they are minor things. Now, here's what we don't want to do. We don't want to ha- make eternal regrets. Because those things, that I, all those things I've mentioned, whether it was practice in the band, I didn't practice enough, or whether it's a keyboard, or I wish I'd done better at sports, or studied more, or I wish I went to a different college, all of these things, they can all create regrets. But now when it comes to the spiritual things, spiritual regrets never go away. Spiritual regrets will be the one thing that will follow us into eternity. Are you with me? How many of you know the scripture says that everything that we see is, is, is temporary? It won't be here very long, right? And me thinking about high school days or, or you thinking about college days, those things, I assure you, when you enter into heaven, they will be the farthest things from our minds. I assure you. But, he, but here's, here's my message today. But when we enter into heaven, there's a chance that we will see before us everything that God had ordained and preordained for us to do and for us to walk in, but we just didn't do it. Did I make that clear? See, there are things, and, I, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm most of you guys as pastors. See, there are things that God wants me to do in life, and he has supplied the power, he's supplied the anointing, and he's laid it on my heart. But still, to my regret, I hate to say, there will be things that I will not do that he's called me to do. And I think when I get to heaven, I think there will be some regrets for that. I do. You know why? Because it not necessarily affects me, but affects the body of Christ. See, the gifts and callings that God has placed in you and the things that God wants you to help and work in the church in, it benefits you, but it's really not for you. If God has called you to do something, the Bible says that the gifts and callings They're placed upon individuals, but they're not for that individual. Carlin Loker has a gift and calling to usher in the presence and the anointing of God. But that gift's not for him. It sets upon him, and God uses it. But guess who that gift and calling is for? Us. That's right. You know, I don't stand up here and preach because I don't have anything else to do on Sunday morning. God wants me to preach to you guys. So see the gift and calling, it's not for me, it's for the body. It's for the building up and the edification of the body of Christ. Amen. If you're a Sunday school teacher, you know, uh, God didn't put you in that position so that you could feel good. The leadership of the church, if you're part of the leadership, God didn't place you there so you could walk around with your chest puffed out. That's not the reason God placed you there. God placed you there so that you could be a blessing to all of these people. That's why you're there. 
Sometimes we, you know, if, if God puts us in a place of position, why, well, we get this pride thing going on. We think, well, I'm really, you know, I'm really this and I'm really that. No, it's not even for the individual. It's for the body of Christ. Amen. So we can be effective. Amen. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you right now, if I don't stop now, I'm gonna be, I'll be preaching 30 minutes from now. All right? So I'm going to stop now. Carlin, if you'll come, please. Go ahead and bow your heads. Thank you, Father. Heavenly Father, we do praise you. We thank you. Father, I just thank you, Father, for the, what you've done uh, in this service. Father, I thank you, Father, for the, for the power and the strength that you poured out upon your congregation. I thank you, Father, that your congregation is sensitive to your Holy Spirit. I thank you, Father, your congregation is sensitive to your presence, sensitive to your power, and sensitive to your word. Father, I thank you for all of these things. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Father. If there is anyone else here, if you've never received Christ as your Lord and Savior, The scripture says that whosoever will call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You know, I don't, it doesn't say the righteous. It doesn't say the handsome, the young, the old, the boys, or the girls. It says just whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord. And, and the way, and really what that's talking about is that what that scripture is talking about is talking about if we will humble ourselves and just say, God, I need you. That's what it's talking about. If we'll just say, God, I just believe who, who you say you are. That's what that scripture is talking about. I believe in you. I believe in Jesus Christ, your son, that died on the cross to pay the price for all humanity's sins and was buried in a tomb. And three days later, he rose from the dead, symbolizing eternal life for all that put their trust and faith in him. It is our prayer that you have been blessed as you've listened to this message. If you would like to become a partner with this ministry, please contact us here at Orchardville Church. You can visit our website at orchardvillechurch.com or you can contact us by phone at area code 618-835-2677.